Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. I am your host, Scott Cazzoli, as always. Thank you so, so much for just allowing me to share a little bit of the knowledge I have with you guys, or lack thereof, whichever you prefer. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well. It is Monday morning. We are coming at you as every Monday, sometimes Tuesday, with a little bit of mental acuity, a little bit of mind awareness action. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying. Uh, I really am getting a lot out of these. Um, We do have a couple of guests lined up. Um, Actually, to be honest with you, one of the inspirations for this podcast, uh, Dr. Ginger Campbell, and I highly, highly suggest coming, uh, going, checking out, you know, her podcast, the Brain Science Podcast. It was actually one of the um, inspirations for this podcast, and, you know, she knows way more than I am, MD, uh, you know, experienced physician with really a long-standing interest in the mind-body, medicine, brain, consciousness piece, and I'm really grateful for her to be coming on. Um, Shout out to Dr. Campbell. Um, you know, you guys could always, I think you think by this point, you know where to find us. Um, but as always leave a like subscribe review to any of the platforms that we're kind of rocking on Apple podcast, Spotify, the, the whole kit and caboodle, Google podcast or on Stitcher. Um, I do think the best way to grow is going to be through telling your friends. It, it just seems the numbers are just kind of shooting up when I say that more. So it really means a lot to me if you could do that. Um, you know, I, I, I it's, it's becoming more and more like a part of my life, right, where this was um, something I was sort of like embarrassed of, I would say, Um, like something I was like, I didn't want to let people know this is the stuff I was into, and now it's like having just a couple guys in the gym, shout out to Vince, shout out to Petey, um, just come up and be like, Scott, you really, you know, changed um, the way I look at the breath work, you really changed the way I look at, you know, yada, 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 and that stuff um, is really why we do this. Um, I'm keeping this as objective, as straightforward as possible. And again, the goal is always to obviously connect the, the mind topics with the body, but really I just want you guys to be working at your highest level and optimizing yourself to, to live the best life you could. Um, you know, and, uh, we're going to today, I'm going to run it. So, um, we have a couple of interviews coming up, but I wanted to get something off my chest. I've been, I've been digging in deep to um, this particular topic, and I don't know what we'll end up calling it, but, you know, maybe inner world, outer world, but this idea, and I would say ever since I've been on this path, it's been a goal of mine to, um, let's say, you know, I want the, what I'm feeling to really truly be what I represent in the outer world, right, and this is, um, kind of something I always struggled with through my 20s, trying to be somebody I'm not, um, attempting to impress people, trying to, um, you know, show off, I guess would be a word, just kind of prove my worth, I guess. And, um, you know, that was a, a really, it's, um, it's still a struggle and it, it, it's, um, it's been a process, I would say, but I think, um, if you get anything out of this episode, um, you know, I think the the point of what I'm going to try to do, and again, I, I've been digging deep into a couple of books. I have a couple of um, 
couple of you know meta analyses here. I hope we we get into, but I'm just gonna kind of let this one go off the cuff and how how I feel and um, you know going deep deeper into this inner world, outer world, and how important it is for both to kind of align. And and with that being said, make, making sure that what the person you are on the inside does represent um, the person you are on the outside. Because doing that, I just feel more at ease. I feel more confident. I feel like, you know, when you're being your true self, that's kind of like the goal of, um, you know, the, the reason why we fall in love with people is because I think we, we have that feeling that they're authentic, they're becoming, or they really are who, you know, they, um, you know, who we really are meant to be. So I'm going to give you um, a couple of readings here that I've been doing, and I've been heavily reading uh, Robert Wright's book, uh, Why Buddhism is True, The Science and Philosophy of Meditation and Enlightenment. Highly suggested. Um, I'm about halfway through the book. It's not a bad read, 300 pages. Um, And by no means am I an expert on either of these, but I've been thinking about this topic for years, and um, I wanted to give you a little bit of my... Um, you know, thoughts on it. You're going to try to break it down from a normal standpoint. So, you know, talking, you know, I think we kind of dabbled in it already. Um, the This inner world, outer world, right? There, there's many names for it coming from different, I'm going to come at you from a couple different standings, but I, I think it's very universal. And I, again, I just want to kind of click whichever way you get to where you have to be is where I want you to go. Um, I know that's kind of like a conundrum, but, you know, Either or. So I started this journey reading into some uh, Buddhist texts, starting with the Theravada school and the, the Mahayana school. For those of you who don't know, those are kind of the two splits um, of Buddhism when they they come out of it, you know. And uh, Buddhism has always um, really kind of clicked with me um, because of the connection and, and the emphasis on the, the inner world. But... Um, you know, mainstream Buddhist thinkers um, do accept some version of this concept of emptiness, which is, you know, this subtle idea that it's very hard to, to even talk about this, and that's why I was a little hesitant to do it, but I'm going to give it a shot. Um, let me know what you guys think. Uh, this one, we're going to try to, I'm going to try to get deep on this. Um, so, you know, there's this famous Buddhist idea that the self, about the self, right? Yourself and your ego, you know, and then the saying is something like, you know yourself myself is an illusion. And with this view, you know, there's a lot of um, the, the you, right, that you're thinking of has these thoughts, feelings, um, and then you're feeling your feelings and you're making decisions based on these feelings. So, you know, in Buddhism, there's kind of like this split between is this an illusion or is this you get the truth? Right, and I think these are both paradoxical, even radical, different sides of it. And you can end up at each different spot, but um, you know the premise of these ideas is that people and everybody, right? We are naturally uh, deluded, and when I say deluded, I don't mean like you know in a bad way. It just means that the things that we perceive may not actually be what we are perceiving, right? Uh, you know, so we have a natural view of the world being, you know, the the material world, outside world, whatever you want to call it, and then the inside version of the world, right? The world inside your heads. And the question is, you know, A, are you connecting both these? Are both of these truly um, in, in, you know, in synergy with each other? 
but the second question is, is what you're even feeling and, and seeing, um, you know, accurate, right? And failing to see these two worlds clearly does lead to a lot of suffering. This is kind of, we come back to, you know, Buddha, Buddhism say life is suffering, right? Um, and I do think meditation can help see more clearly. And that's why, you know, just from a, um, you know, I found Buddhism to be very paradoxical. So I'm going to branch off from there and just wanted to give you a little bit of the basis where I started there. But look at it like there's the manifested world um, that you create, the material world, and then there is the unmanifested world. So you can look at it, um, they call this the the primordial spiral, is the manifested world, and then Akasha is the unmanifested world, the emptiness, right? All of these is really... Um, an interplay between these two things, right? You could call it um, yin and yang. You can call it consciousness and matter. But this yin and yang has um, been represented throughout history in different feelings. You know, we just broke broke down that paradox in Buddhism. Yin and yang is another way you've seen it in um, the Judeo-Christian sense, the, the snake in, um, in the Bible. There's also the downward current. The blooming lotus flower um, has represented the upward currents of the, of the transcendence of, of um, you know, your, your, your um, ego, you know. And these ancient traditions all taught that a human being can truly become a bridge extending from your outer to your inner self, right? Um, lower chakras to the higher chakras, the gross to the subtle type, the, the balance, though, the um, between... The inner and outer um, is focused in in Buddhism. I believe it was called the middle way, and this is something Aristotle called the golden mean too. So you just see that these this is um, you know this fine line between psychology philosophy is always like the the most interesting piece of of the puzzle for me, and how to bridge this world the the awakening between the human consciousness and the energy. Um, of a, of a person, of an individual, is so interesting and so sacred and something that, you know, science can't explain it. I think we try to figure it out through these, these um, teachings, but it's, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's really something to, to think about for all of us, right? So, you know, I think by this point, we all know if you're new, um, you know, typically you'll get distracted by the outer world or form, by your thoughts and ideas, and um, that's happening every day, right? It's through social media, through, you know, we've um, emphasized all the the obstacles that, we, that you know, being in 2020 have kind of disconnected us. But but even more so with just the, the be, being able to get back to, to connecting that inner world, right? Uh, we all live our lives pursuing happiness, right? As if it's like a commodity. Um, and I really feel that we've become, and even me to, to, a, to a certain degree, you become a slave to those desires and cravings. You know, happiness um, isn't something that, that I feel can be pursued. It can't be purchased. It's not, um, you know, it's not a pair of shoes. Uh, this is what we would call Maya um, illusion. The, the endless play of form, per se. Um, in the Buddhist tradition, samsara is what that's called. That's the endless cycle of suffering. It's perpetuated by this craving of pleasure, um, averting pain. Pleasure, averting pain. It comes back to what I was discussing earlier with the, you know, pain is suffering. 
Freud referred to this as the pleasure principle. Um, you know, everything, and, and this even goes, if you're a hedonist, like I was at one point, and you you're, you just love pre- pleasure, you know, a lot of, it's easy to get caught up in it, right? And and kind of confuse the, the pleasure and um, pleasure to joy, right? Everything you do um, could be an attempt to create pleasure, you know, gain something you want as of money. It was so funny, me and um, a good friend of mine were talking about this today. It was just kind of clicking. I was like, I really should do this episode. Uh, I'm just going to kind of rip it. And it really hit me. Um, you know, we were just sitting there discussing how a lot of people are chasing that dollar. And uh, I'm not somebody that's, you know, not chasing money, right? I do enjoy the fun of things, but I've always intuitively known that it's not the answer. And just, I don't think it would make you happy anyway. So even if you, even if you give me a billion, I think that you still have those feelings of whatever your issues may be, right? Um, but, you know, I, I think the dilemma of our society, right, is that we seek to understand the world, right? We're all trying to, to find something, not in terms of inner consciousness, right? Not in terms of happiness, but you try to quantify and qualify what you perceive by your external world, by thoughts and what you perceive, right? So thinking has just led to more thinking and more questions, right? So it does, you know, it's a rabbit hole you can go down. But I think if you seek to know the innermost forces which create your world and guide the course, you'll end up being in a much better place. So by conceiving this essence and just by understanding it as the outside and, and um, you know, there's the outside, the inside world, and maybe conceiving this essence as outside of yourself is the, the key, right? Um, not as a, as a living thing, um, but something that is intrinsic to our nature, if that makes sense. You know, Carl Jung said, um, one who looks outside dreams, one who looks inside awakens. And I don't think it's wrong to desire to be awake or to be happy, but I, th- I do think it's a problem when you look for happiness on the outside, when it, you know, it could be found on the inside. And this is what um, a lot of self-help people will tell you um, in their kind of goings, you know, you have everything, you know, you have everything you already need. And I, you know, um, my cousin who dabbles heavily in Buddhism told me that that's one of the biggest one of the, again, another paradox in Buddhism is, you know, a lot of these people, these um, people who reach the, the, the true awakening, says you kind of wind up being in that same spot that, that you started. Nothing really changes. But I do think starting on this path, and I, I hope that what I just said makes sense, but it could have been just a lot of blathering. So I am sorry for that. I tried to go, you know, off the cuff here a little bit. I'm just kind of reading off of some touching things that I've um, read, but I hope this made a little bit of sense, but, you know, to try to conclude what, I, what the blathering I just did was, you know, just be aware of this stuff, right? Start with the inner world. That's the most important thing. And your outer world will brighten. 
Um, that's more of a self-help thing, but I was trying to come of it from, from more of a philosophical place. Uh, understanding this concept, this concept of this divine symmetry, you know, could very well be the mystery to the entire experience of what we're dealing with, right? Um, that was deep. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. We're already... That was one long. I thought I just left this planet here for a second. Um, you know, I'm going to leave you guys with that. I hope it made sense. Let me know. Uh, if it didn't, you're like, Scott, what the hell are you just talking about? Email me. You could uh, let me know your thoughts. Um, and really, the emails do mean a lot. Um, you know, I'm sorry I can't get to all of them. It's, you know, I'm a big shot now. What can I say? Uh, really appreciate you guys uh, tuning into this one. Um, I'm going to be uh, the next one. You won't have to hear me blather. I'll have some... Uh, we're going to have the, the crummy marathoners on. Um, it's a podcast about endurance running, and I'm very excited to talk about that. So we'll be focused more on fitness on Thursday's uh, episode. But I really hope you in, enjoyed this one. Um, you know, please leave a like. Uh, reviews are huge on iTunes. And, and please tell a friend if you think this helped. Or if you're just going to listen to come listen to this idiot think he knows what he's talking about. Whichever works for you. Uh, just trying to get you guys a little better myself too. Thank you guys so much. As always, stay safe. Stay positive. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.